you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. <sighs> I feel like today is just like a really chill episode. Like the past few that I've done, I've come with like plans and some of them are also made into videos. And like, this is the first episode in a little bit that it's, it's just, it's just me showing up to talk to you about some stuff. <laughs> so something that I learned uh, from Alyssa Sharp, the, I want to say she goes by the Divine Venus. Uh, she's an astrologer on YouTube. She has a podcast. She reads charts. She's incredible. I honestly have learned a lot of my own astrology understanding from her. And something I kind of wanted to talk about is I mentioned earlier this month that I wanted to talk about my experience traveling to Florida and what I think that gave to me. But I wanted to offer something astrologically for y'all to basically look at what you're experiencing right now and kind of find your exit point as well. So I don't know what video of her she talks about this specifically. It might have just been like her eclipse predictions, which I also have an eclipse predictions video that I will make sure I get a link for y'all for. If I can find her video, I will also um, get it. Like I will also get her video too. Um, but basically... The way that she talks about it is for myself, I'll, I'll talk to you about mine and maybe you're going through the same thing. It depends on where these north and south nodes are hitting for you over the next year or so. For me, they're hitting in my sixth house of routines and my 12th house of like mental health and I would say spirituality to a degree, but that's like the axis that I'm working through right now. I call it the healing axis because I feel like those are two very healing placements if we allow them to be. And when you look at astrology, it always like there it's all just like angles and mathematical equations. Literally, that's all astrology is. It's its own language and it's our own like mathematical equation and like degrees and such to the stars. But basically if you look at like the wheel of the Zodiac, I'm kind of like some of y'all might know astrology and I'm really dumbing this down for you, but, and I shouldn't say it like that, dumbing it down for you. That's such like a rude thing to say. You're not dumb. You're intelligent. You're beautiful. You are so smart, but I guess I am really trying to bring it in like simple terms. That's a better way to put it. Apologies. I'm not calling anybody dumb, but Basically, the 6th and 12th house, they sit across from each other on the wheel. So even if you're going through your 1st and uh, your 7th house, those sit across from each other on the wheel as well. So basically, you can look at what sits, like, if all of the signs were to make an X in the wheel, you can look through the other two signs that are exactly two signs away from those signs. And that will kind of help you to work through this energy, to meet it in the middle. So for me, I have the third and the ninth house. So the third house, I don't even remember what that is about. Like she says something in her video about it. I'm not doing it any justice. I'll make sure I find that video. But I don't remember why like the third house is not as great for me to work through, but she mentioned something specifically in her video that it was through travel 
that I might actually be able to really come to understand more of myself, more of what is happening with me. And I traveled to Florida for the week of my birthday. Y'all know. Y'all already know we've talked about it. I posted stuff on my Instagram. I met Liv's Light, who is another YouTube content creator in the tarot sphere, who is absolutely wonderful and truly one of my best friends. Like, if we weren't already super tight before that trip, that trip just solidified it, in my opinion, which I felt like we were already super tight before the trip. But in any case... I wanted to just kind of talk about experiencing travel and what I think that that gave back to me. And I know there's still we're in the middle of a pandemic. Not everybody feels like it is safe to travel. I fully respect everybody's decision. And I'm definitely not going to sit here and try to explain it to everybody. I feel like I'm in a place where I feel comfortable traveling. Um, I feel comfortable traveling. I feel safe. I am fully vaccinated. Like, I don't feel like it's something that I should not do. So I had a great time traveling. I felt like I was very safe in the process. And it was honestly a good time. Aside from the actual plane rides, which were a little rough, not going to lie, just really crowded. Like, I don't think I realized until now that flying coach kind of sucks. (laughs) And... I mean, if it's what you can afford, it's what you can afford. Like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. But I feel like if you want to be comfortable for five and a half hours and you can spend the extra money, spend the extra money. I flew coach there and back and it was okay, but it was not great. Um, Both my husband and I are very, like, top-heavy people. Like, he's very broad and I have a large chest. So we were just, like... Basically, our shoulders would have to overlap to be comfortable. And even then, it wasn't comfortable. So never again. I've pretty much told myself I'm never flying coach again. But um, if I can manifest it, I'm never flying coach again. And that's, I don't know why there's a part of me that feels like very pretentious in saying that. Like, if you want to manifest flying in luxury, please do that. Please know that that opportunity is available to you if you feel it in your bones and like that's what you want to strive for. I don't know why there is like... I think I still in some way feel shamey for like living any kind of way that is beyond survival mode because I've I've lived in survival mode for so many years that I feel like shame leaving it or shame not being in it when in reality me not being in survival mode means that I get to help more people also not be in survival mode. So I don't know. That's a whole topic for a whole other time. We can talk about money shame, but My point to all of this was to bring up the actual traveling experience and how I think mentally it actually did a lot for me more than I think I could have possibly realized. So right before I went on this trip, I have been seeing a therapist through BetterHelp, which I do have a link for y'all if you want to use it. This video is not sponsored by BetterHelp, but... uh, Truly, the therapist that I've been working with, I'm not, again, this isn't sponsored. I do have a link, but I don't get anything for sharing it with you. It literally, I think, just gives you a discount. I don't get paid for talking about it on the podcast. But um, with better help and like meeting this therapist, this therapist that I've been talking with, I feel like in our few sessions has actually helped me more than any other therapist that I've connected with. And something that he pointed out to me right before I went on this trip, I met with him just online. And he was like, you know, Chloe, from what you're explaining to me, your home is actually really a shackle. And I was like, 
tell me more. You know, what do you mean? You know, I, I've designed this life that's like so beautiful and I get to work from home and I'm always inside and blah, blah. And he was like, Chloe, you've literally spent, he didn't say it just like this. I'm maybe exaggerating the point a little bit, but this was the point he made. He was just like, Chloe, like you've sat here and explained to me that all you really want to do if nothing mattered is travel. You want to experience the world, but you're so scared to leave your home environment. And it's not even like a pandemic thing. It's a, I've made my home my safe space. And that's good. Like I'm happy that home is my safe space, but I've made it so much my safe space that I get afraid to leave to even visit somebody else for a little while. I get afraid to leave my bathroom because, oh my gosh, what if I have a UTI and now I'm away from my own toilet? Or um, it's the same way when people that deal with like, I deal with health anxiety, like very badly. And people that also deal with health anxiety, they'll like, remember where all the hospitals in the area are and they don't want to get too far from a hospital because that's scary for them. I don't deal with that kind of anxiety. That's just like an example, I guess. But he pointed out that my home was really more like a shackle than it than like it doing any good for me. And honestly, I think he was right. <laughs> I was like, you know what, you're totally right. I do use my home like a shackle, I will just always stay home and not experience life. And I say no to everything. And I wear my quote unquote introvertness like it's a badge of honor when it's not even truly at my core who I am and I've been discovering this more and more over the last few years that I think I actually teeter more in the middle I can be extremely introverted but I can also be extremely extroverted and I feel like that's called like an ambivert where you're in the middle I'm pretty sure that's that's what it's called. Like I'm more of an ambivert where I can be really like go with the flow, have fun, be out with others, mentally recharge in unity with other people. But I can also recharge completely on my own. And I feel like I've kind of designed this environment where it does serve me to some degree, clearly, but I'm at the point now where it's actually hurting me more than it's helping me. And which is funny because if you'd asked me this like 10 years ago, when I first got into working for myself, this was my dream was just to like work at home and support myself at home and always be here. But now it's something that I'm like afraid to leave it. So, and I think that honestly, even if we were going to talk about the pandemic, like that is a fear that a lot of people might have not previously had that they do have now. Uh, is like leaving the home and what that means, or we might get sick or we might, you know, like, I feel like health anxiety, if it wasn't already crippling for people, I feel like this pandemic probably has brought in a lot of it. Now, that's all generalization. I don't know shit. I'm not out there doing the research. I'm not a researcher. I'm just saying it makes sense to me logically that we would actually have this problem collectively. I was just already experiencing it before the pandemic. And now it's a little bit worse. So uh, my therapist was like, Chloe, like the only way that you can really meet this fear is to you have to go just beyond that comfort zone. And his suggestion was to like go to a neighboring town and spend the night where I was like, oh, no, I'm going to Florida for like a whole week. And he was like, oh, like, that's a little like, that's a lot. But you know what, like, that's just you're really pushing yourself. He was very like, positively assuring me, which I appreciated. He wasn't like, oh, no, that's gonna be terrible for you. Uh, he was very like, positive reassurance and reinforcement, which I think I really needed. But 
I feel like this trip actually gave me way more than I could have ever intended for it to give me because I was really scared before this trip that I was going to have a panic attack on vacation. Like I haven't had a panic attack in a while. I couldn't even, I think the last one I had truly was in October of last year. I had one right after I moved into this house. There was a day that I woke up from a nap and I had plans and I felt like everything was moving too fast and I started to have a panic attack and I was able to like put myself in the shower and come back down. But now I have what I consider to be like anxiety attacks, which I do think that there's a difference. Panic attacks to me, I feel like it's very hard to come down. Anxiety attacks are easier for me to come back down from. And I was really afraid before this trip that I was going to just like flat out have a panic attack. And I even talked to uh, Liv's Light and her wife and I was just like, hey, like this is something that's a concern of mine. If it happens, I just need to know that like I'm in a very supportive space. And Liv was so wonderful and explained to me like, you know, we have an ice roller. You can take a bath at two in the morning if that's what makes you feel better. Like you can always go out and watch TV if you need that for comfort. Like she gave me all of these things. And it was just like, I've, I don't know that I've ever traveled somewhere and felt more at home in somebody else's house, but I felt so at home in that environment and it was very good for me. I did not have a panic attack or an anxiety attack on vacation, which was wonderful, but it also just gave me the freedom to realize that there is life beyond these four walls. There is life beyond what I conceptualize in my day-to-day -day life, like I don't think people realize when you work for yourself how easily it can become all-consuming. Like, when I tell you this is like the first year of my life, 2022, that my work has not been the focus of my everything, because it hasn't. It's been more about me. I have actually been significantly more selfish with my time and with what I'm doing, and I've put a lot of things on the back burner. And... That's been great. Of course, it comes with some level of guilt that I'm still working through and processing. But I feel like taking that vacation, it just made me realize like, number one, this gonna get a little dark for a second. So if you're not in a place to hear about like suicidal ideation or anything like that, please just click away from the podcast right now. Uh, if like you're not in a place to hear about those kinds of struggles. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, <laughs> all the rest of y'all that have decided to stay, like, there were so many points last year where I dealt with a lot of suicidal ideation. Even, I would say, maybe even some points early this year where I knew that I would never act on those feelings, but there were so many points where I was just like, why am I even here? What is the point? I feel like this is what something, this is something that nobody talks about, and I'm I know it's a privilege to even get to experience it and I don't want to like it's hard for me to even talk about these things because it's like oh poor you you can actually live and afford to pay your bills and eat like that must be so hard for you. I don't want to make anybody feel bad about their situation or to 
come at it from a place where I don't understand the privilege that I have because I really try not to be that person. But my point to this is that I understand what a privileged privileged position I'm in, but the thing that nobody talks about when you manifest all the things that you've wanted to manifest, nobody talks about the crippling sadness that can come after that because you've checked every single box and every single goal that you've laid out for yourself. Now, granted, there are some things that I still have yet to do. You know, I haven't hit my 100K. I haven't hit my million. I haven't on YouTube. I haven't um, like there are so many goals that I can still push forward in career in my own life with what I want. Like I don't own my own home yet. Like there are so many things that I still want to do. But I feel like me from 10 years ago, I've accomplished everything that 10 years ago me wanted to have. And nobody talks about the grief that comes when you get there. When you realize that like, everything feels like it's just another goalpost. And I feel like traveling for me escaping out that ninth house which is Sagittarius travel and spirituality and higher learning that is like where I can actually find my way through everything I felt like it made me remember why I still want to be here like looking up at the eclipse moon and getting the sun on my skin every day and playing in the beach water and Um, I went to Disney World one day, like going to Disney World. I felt like, like during the fireworks show at Disney World, I cried. Like I was just like, oh, this is why I'm still here. This is why I'm still doing the human experience. And I feel like sometimes when you fall down like an existential rabbit hole and you have a lot of suicidal ideation, it's really hard to find those things. It's really hard to remember why you're choosing to be a part of the human experience because sometimes this place fucking sucks and I feel like if the media is to ever be trusted which I don't trust that as far as I can throw it but if the media is ever to be trusted this place just gets more terrible by the day and I think having those moments on vacation I was just like wow like There are still things that impress me. There are still things that make my soul light up. There are still things that I want for my life. And it opened me up to just so much. It opened me up to realize like work is great. I love what I do for a living. I love empowering people. I love opening people up to their own authentic journey. That's a huge part of my own mission is to open other people. And I got very clear on that in Florida as well. I also had like the download. I know you're getting like eight side stories at once, but I also received the download that like me going through all the shit that I have gone through, be it with family, be it with understanding the human experience. I had to learn to light my own torch again so that I could help people carry their own torches because I think about everything I've gone through and how if I had had me where I am now, even a year ago, I would have felt better knowing that somebody else could understand. And I know not everything needs to have like a perfect little wrapping paper and a bow on it, but I feel like for me to live in my own authenticity and actually feel good about participating in the human experience, I actually do need to wrap everything up in a neat little package and see life a little bit more metaphorically. It's just who I am. Um, And I own that. But 
I feel like the true medicine of that travel experience was remembering that there are so many beautiful things that I have yet to see. Did you know that in life right now, unless you're like on your deathbed, which maybe you are, um, unless you're like on your deathbed, most likely you haven't even met every person that is going to love you yet. Isn't that crazy? Like there are so many things that make life still worth living. Now, in the like worst parts of my depression, my suicidal ideation, I remember telling my husband, you could put me in front of the Eiffel Tower in Paris, which Paris is my favorite city that I've ever visited, and I would still be this sad and this hopeless. And I think that that speaks volumes about how dark we can actually get. But I feel like we have to kind of let those things process. Like, I think another big part of the human experience that I've just learned through this trip as well, like so many things came out, like I had crazy dreams, I was typing things into my phone whenever I like felt or read something or got a little nudge from the universe. And I came away with so many different deep integrative lessons. But something else that I picked up on is like, so many of us are taught to not only suppress the way that we feel or to like move on or get over it. But what if we decided to let the emotions flow through? What if when you're feeling those really like pent up hard feelings of deep sadness and grief? What if you just let yourself grieve? What if you just let yourself be sad? And know that like, that's not the experience. Like I think a lot of us fear myself included, will fear that we're not ever going to make it through that we're not ever going to make it through it. We're just going to be sad forever. And I always call it like, it's basically like having a dementor like suck the soul out of you where you feel like you're just never going to be happy ever again. But ultimately, when you actually allow those emotions to come out, you feel so much better afterwards. And I think for me, it was really nice to, I didn't even have like a lot of big crying or big emotional feelings. I mean, during the fireworks show at Disney World, I sure did. I definitely had some big feelings during that because, I mean, it's Disney. Like, they always bring out the feels, even with all the new movies. Have you seen Encanto? Like, are you kidding? I feel like they're always here bringing out the big feelings as of late, which is good. I think we need it as a collective. But I just feel like, aside from that, I was just in awe of the human experience. Like there was a day where I got into my friend's pool and the water was so perfect and the sun was setting and the clouds were beautiful. And in the distance, not overhead, because if there's lightning overhead, you do not want to be swimming. But like in the distance, there was a little bit of a storm brewing. And like, I was in such a state of bliss I haven't felt that level of bliss in over a year. And I was like, oh, this is what bliss feels like. I forgot what bliss felt like. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Florida was such like a healing balm and like medicine that I didn't even know that I needed. Traveling gave me more than I ever could have understood going into it. And I'm also really proud of myself for going on that trip, knowing that there was a potential that my or the feelings of anxiety, the feelings of depression, the feelings of panic, any of those things could come up. And that A, none of them did. But B, I was able to work through any feelings that came up without anything getting super, super scary. Same with like dealing with health anxiety 
which I deal with a lot. Um, there were points where like, I would fear that I was going to get a UTI, which I don't think I've ever talked about that on the podcast, but I have like a very real fear that I'm just going to get a UTI like on a plane and be stuck with it in pain. Uh, and that's because like several years ago, I used to get chronic UTIs and that pain has still set with me, even though I don't get chronic UTIs anymore. And we figured out what the problem was. I still constantly fear that I'm going to be, my body's going to be uncomfortable for an extended period of time. And that's why I keep bringing it up, the chronic UTIs, because I've experienced that before and it sucked. It was awful. I hated it. Um, but I constantly like, there were, there were moments where I would start to fear that that was happening. And I'd be like, oh no, I got to get some water. I need like this, this, and this, but I knew exactly what to do. I knew how to take care of myself. And it was just me really showing to me that I knew what my best interests were and I knew how to take care of myself. And when you're away from home, away from your security blanket, away from that place that has all of your things, you know how to become resourceful. You know how to ask for what you need. You like, I've realized that I am somebody that knows how to get my needs met and not in like a toxic way where I'm like demanding something of other people, but if it couldn't be given to me freely, I would know where to go and what to do and how to get it. And I think that that's like the freedom of being an adult and living out on your own and like being able to take care of yourself and also practicing the deep healing work of reparenting yourself. I don't think I've ever been more confident in my ability to take care of myself after this experience, because prior to this, I felt like I was just constantly like subject to the pitfalls of life where every time I had an emotion that came up that felt uncomfortable, I would feel like I was powerless to step away from it. I was powerless to not succumb to it. And what I have realized is there are times where you need to succumb to it. You need to let the tears come out. You need to let yourself be a squishy little kid in bed all day. And those days are totally allowed and totally valid. But there are also times where feelings can come up and you don't need to assign a story to them. And we talked about this a little bit in my 31 at 31 podcast, but that is something else that I learned during this vacation is that I don't have to assign meaning to every feeling that crops up, even if it's something in my body. Like, for example, uh, I told y'all lots of health anxiety. Uh, my feet were swollen for this entire trip. And this is something that happens in my home sometimes when I'm like sitting in a certain position for too long, my feet will start to swell. But usually once I go to bed and wake up the next day, all's well, everything's good. My feet never stopped swelling the entire time that I was in Florida. And I think it was just because there was no day where I had complete rest. Like there was one day where I did sleep for like 13 hours and it was glorious. But for the most part, every day we were up doing something. And that was beautiful. I loved it. I got to experience so much of Florida. But um, my... When I came home, I took an entire like day and a half to just stay in bed and keep my feet up. And now my feet are fine. They're not swollen anymore. Everything's fine. Granted, do I think I should probably check with a doctor on that? Absolutely. Um, and I absolutely plan to. However, like I didn't let the anxious feelings overtake me and be like, oh my gosh, this is what's wrong with you. And that's what's wrong with you. And this is what's going on. It was literally just a, oh, 
My feet are swelling right now. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm sure once I'm able to prop them up, everything's going to be fine. And that's exactly how it was. So I feel like that's something I'm starting, like when it comes to my own body and feelings that I feel in the body, I'm starting to get curious about those things instead of just immediately assigning a story to like, oh no, I'm, I'm dying and it's cancer. Like, (laughs) I feel like I've just... I've learned so much about myself through the experience and I cannot wait to travel again. I don't know when that's going to be. I don't think I'll be doing any long-term travel anytime soon. Um, But I do feel like traveling, it was good for me mentally to go and do that. And I'm grateful that I had the opportunity and the experience to do it. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more after a word from today's sponsor. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So something else that... I felt like I got during my trip to Florida was I learned just how powerful my manifestation power is. <laughs> I think sometimes I forget, like, have y'all ever just been like chilling, doing your own thing, and then all of a sudden something comes true, or like you just reinstill your own faith in your own power. And basically, the day before we went to Disney World, Um, we of course did a lot of intention setting for it, but it was me, my spouse lives like her spouse and all four of us just kind of meditated over this candle and, uh, it was led by Liv, Liv like went through and said like, this is the kind of day we're going to have at Disney. This is what it's going to be like, because it was hot. It was hot as hell in Florida. Like it was like 90 plus degrees the day that we went to Disney world and it was hot as fuck. I'm not even trying to downplay that. It was hot as hell, <laughs> especially coming from the Pacific Northwest where it is not hot like that. It was hot as hell. But the thing is we like, said in there that we wanted to manifest a rainstorm. It was going to cool everything down, blah, blah, blah. This day was incredible. We walked around for like the first half of the day and then we went into a restaurant and had lunch at Tony's restaurant. If y'all get to go to Disney World, freaking go there. The vegan options are off the chart. Um, I We had, me and my husband just shared a three-course meal, basically. We had the garden salad, which was out of this world. We had the vegan spaghetti and meatballs, which was also really good. And then the strawberry shortcake, which like, it's like balsamic glazed strawberries over a strawberry shortcake with some like whipped topping. It was, it just, it blew my mind. It was so good. I wanted to come home and make it and I still haven't but I will um but we like shared that a parade went by while we were inside cooling off and then it fucking downpoured it downpoured and it dropped the temperature like some ridiculous degrees it ended up being in the 70s so we went from like 90 plus degrees into the low 70s and we did get rained on like I got soaked everybody got soaked my husband actually went and bought us all ponchos because we all got soaked but it was so hot that none of us cared like I am somebody that can't stand the feeling of wet clothes on my body sticking I was so hot 
I did not care. The rain felt good. Uh, and I wore sandals because we rented a wheelchair for me because I've mentioned this before. I am handicapped. I am disabled. And um, with that, it's difficult for me to walk for long extended periods of time. So we had a wheelchair for me, but like I still got wet sitting in the wheelchair. Um, but basically like it just... The day that we said we were going to have, we ended up totally having and manifesting. And it was so amazing. We literally spent all day there, uh, rode all kinds of fun rides, used the freaking lightning lane thing. Like I'd never been to Disney World before. It was my first time. And we had a ball. Like, I think that was the most fun I have had in a long time. And it just like was all about like letting my own inner child come out. I genuinely can't wait to go back. I think it was so fun. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to visit other parks. Um, Probably not this year, but like it just, it was nice to like let my inner child come out. And even when it comes to like the panini, I appreciated what was done at Disney for that. Like, I didn't feel like at any point I I didn't feel unsafe. And I think that that was the most important thing to me because that was probably like the first time I've been in any kind of crowd aside from I went and traveled for my birthday last year to San Francisco and we were on a plane for that. That's like the only other time that I have that I can recall being in a crowd during the pandemic since like 2020. And this was the first time that like I was in a crowd and I didn't feel at any point like I felt super unsafe or that it was like no bueno or it was bad. Like people were respectful and it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, What else can I tell you about that? I feel like, oh, even just going out into like, so on my birthday, my actual birthday, I, so we got there the day before my birthday and on my actual birthday, I said, I wanted biscuits and gravy for breakfast, which like my husband makes them vegan and they're so freaking good. Um, I wanted biscuits and gravy for breakfast. I wanted the beach. I wanted to go to the beach for my birthday and like swim in the ocean. And then I wanted sushi for dinner. And that was like, and that's exactly what we did. Like I had biscuits and gravy when I woke up, we got out to the beach. I got sunburnt like hella, even though I put on so much sunscreen, I got into the ocean and I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm a little bit scared of the ocean. Like it's, and I don't know why I think I'm more afraid of like drowning, even though I've never like, I'm an excellent swimmer and I don't know why that scares me. I think it's also because like being disabled, I'm a little bit off balance, like leg wise. And so waves can knock me over really easily. But I also like laid on the shore and I built a sandcastle, like things that I feel like a past version of me would have been like, nope, I'm only getting my feet in. Fuck this ocean. I just really was like, no, I want to experience everything. And even if I get in this water and I want to get immediately out, I will get immediately out. And I did end up getting knocked over by a wave. My whole side of my face and hair and everything got wet from literally like head to toe. I got wet um, and then played in the sand. I also wore my I wanted to include this in here because I think it's kind of sweet. 
um, I wore my Lior Alexandra alchemy necklace into the water on purpose because I wanted the ocean to like cleanse it. And I also had some beaded bracelets that I had bought in Florida at Creative Energy. Shout out to them. If y'all know where Creative Energy is or in Florida, that is like one of the best crystal shops I've ever been to. I think we went there on my birthday too. Like we did all the cool stuff on my birthday besides Disney World. Um, but I wore like all my stuff into the ocean because I wanted the ocean to cleanse it. And that was just like really special. I feel like I laughed like a little kid all day. And then after I was good and tired of the sun, uh, we came home, showered, got dressed up and I went and had sushi dinner. I wore, I, there's pictures on my Instagram, but I wore the, actually, is there pictures on my Instagram? There might not be pictures of that on my Instagram because everybody was hungry and nobody wanted to stop for photos too much. But um, I wore that outfit that many of y'all have seen on my Instagram. It's like a bandeau top with like high-waisted flowy pants. And I made, I like on my Instagram, I was like, yo, wear whatever the fuck you want, Summer. Like, I am not a size two and I don't give a fuck. Like, I think I'm like a 14, 16 and I don't give a fuck if my belly's out. In fact, I only own two pieces. I don't even own a one piece bathing suit anymore, which is awesome. That's something else that I feel like I loved traveling where I am. Like, I am very comfortable with the person that I am. And, I don't know if I, I might've talked about that in my 31 at 31 as well. I am very comfortable with the person that I am, like the way that I look, who I am, how I represent myself and express myself. I am very, very comfortable. And I think it's because I am very authentic. I'm very authentic to the person that I am. What you see is what you get. I talk the way that I talk online, offline, and I just don't have time for like small talk or like even when it comes to like meeting new people, I know if people are my people because we can talk about like farting on day one. And I'm just like, yeah, everybody does that. Isn't it kind of funny? Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I'm very, very, very comfortable in who I am as a person. And in so much, I don't really harbor a lot of body shame. I don't, like, I look how I look and I love the person that I am. And that's all that matters to me, no matter how the vessel is that houses me. And I think that that was like a really beautiful experience, too, because I was out on the beach in a two piece like and I just didn't give a fuck. Like, I feel like 10 years ago, I would have been so petrified. Number one, I wouldn't have worn a two piece because I was warm in 10 years ago. And number two. Even wearing a one piece at the beach, I would have felt so much shame. And it just like, I don't know. Again, I feel like Florida just put a lot of things into perspective for me. It made me realize just how far I've come on my own journey and what I've been able to do and accomplish and how there really is life on the other side of where you have been. And your story doesn't have to just be... For the longest time, I felt like I was just like married to my trauma and like so obsessed with diving deep and getting in there. And I'm still obsessed with those things, but I feel like it's not my eat, sleep, breathe anymore. I'm able to like be a person and take care of myself and set appropriate boundaries and question why I feel triggered instead of letting myself just like be triggered and anxious, you know? I don't know. Again, I'm not perfect. It's all like a process, but. I think if that's like 
the thing I could leave you with for this episode is that there's more. There's always more. There's always more to experience, to learn, to uncover about yourself. We are literally on never ending journeys with ourselves. And the more that you commit to understanding yourself, I feel like the better and better and better it gets. Truly. It gets better the more you commit to understanding. And it doesn't always have to be all getting in there and doing the work, which I know we talk about a lot. It can also be the times where you just let yourself have fun and let yourself experience life and let yourself be present because the present is really all that we have. Actually, that's another thing I want to just like mention really quick. I don't know where I saw this. I think it was a TikTok, but somebody was talking about how all we really have is thoughts, the present moment and thoughts, thoughts now and thoughts. And the reason why is because most people say past, present, future, but the past is just our memories, which are our thoughts. And the future is just our imagination, which is also our thoughts. The now is now, which I guess you could say is also our thoughts to a degree, but it's literally just thoughts now and thoughts. And if you can get yourself to like, that can be, that might've been a life-changing statement for somebody just now. It was a little bit life-changing for me as I was like, oh, you know, cause even if we think about like the past, often depression, not always, but depression. And I want to say my friend Hillary told me this and I thought it was so brilliant, but depression can be us being stuck in the past and anxiety can be us being stuck in the future and the present is what we have so it's thoughts the present and thoughts they're just thoughts like we don't have to have stories and marry ideas to them it's just thoughts and i think because i've been able to connect to that it's just been so good and so helpful but in any case, I think that's all I had to say about Florida. I know many of y'all were asking about that experience. So I just wanted to sit and talk about it. And I think it's many of you I know, like the reason I wanted to make this its own episode, not that I need to justify it to anybody, but I wanted to make this its own episode because many of y'all have been here for all of the mental health updates. And many of you have seen the progression of that. And what has happened because I've, I've recorded a lot of that stuff in real time, actually all of it in real time for the time I have recorded how I've been, what I've been dealing with. And I feel like I've still been coming out of what I'm going to call the void, but I finally feel like I, I'm out, like I'm, I'm on the other side of the void. I'm not in it anymore. I'm just beyond it. And now I'm like excited. I'm excited about things. Like I'm excited for all of the content planning that I've done for June. Y'all sneak, sneak little sneaksies. I don't know if I've said it yet anywhere else. I might have. We're going to do fall in July this year. Um, I'm actually like excited for autumn, which is crazy. I was not excited really that much for it last year. And like, I was kind of dreading it at first because I just wanted the sun so badly because I feel like I've gone a long time without it. Now that I feel like I went to a tropical vacation and the sun has started to come out now more in the area that I live in, I'm like, oh yeah, fall is going to come and it's going to be so fucking pretty. And I just feel like the things that I used to really love about myself that I'd lost sight of are all just trickling back into my life. And I feel like I'm not in the void anymore. I'm not 
in that space. I'm just beyond it. I'm starting to move forward. And I'm really excited with what is to come. I'm feeling like creatively charged in a good way for the first time in a long time. So in any case, I feel like I've rambled on here long enough. I love y'all so much. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I hope you enjoyed hearing all the story times and uh, all the goodness that I feel like life has to offer. I hope if anything, this just proves to you whether you listen to my old episodes or not, that life can change. It can be different. You will not never, you will never just like not be happy ever again. That is your mind lying to you. And I would know because I've fucking been there. I've been to the underworld. I know what it feels like. And that shit's hard and it sucks, but there is a way out. And sometimes the way out is just through. You have to go through before you can get out to the other side. In any case, I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you next week.